0: Hello, top fans. This is Jamie Wagner, also known as at TFR Dodger fan. I am with Pete uh, with the Sheffield Shuffler. Hello, Pete. How are you?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me today.
0: Oh, not a problem. Uh, thank you for coming on. It's it's awesome to get fresh blood <laughs> into the <Yes>. clubhouse, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. So I hear through the grapevine that you are a Cubs fan.
1: I am. I was uh, born and raised in Chicago, um, lived in the suburbs, you know, 40 minutes outside of Chicago most of my life. Then I moved to the city after college and I lived on Sheffield and Addison for about four years. Um, That's where I get the name Sheffield Shuffler. Uh, I lived in Lakeview. So, yes, I have been a resident of Chicago um, a good part of my life. Big Cubs fan. It's been rough most of my life, but, you know, 2016. Really just uh, it was worth it. So that's my story.
0: I'm sure uh, you were doing the, the Rizzo dance, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a Rizzo dance. There's, um, I mean, we got uh, the walk-up songs. We had a Starling Castro clap. And yep. we, got, we got a bunch of inside jokes.
0: And you also had Bill Murray on SNL uh, singing the Go Cubs Go song.
1: We did. We had David Ross on there, Rizzo, Dexter Fowler, and Short Shorts having fun with it. That was a, that was a good week. They, they were all over the place. Like you said, SNL, there was other celebrity spots. The parade was one of the biggest uh, gatherings of humans on planet earth. Did you know that? It was over 5 million, 5 to 7 million. I think it was like 5 million people gathered for the parade. And I think it ranked seventh or eighth on the list of all time most gathered events in the world
0: that's insane yeah that's insane and i i thought the san francisco giants were ne- winning their third consecutive you know their third world series that that was a huge parade uh, yeah you know but that's insane i did not know that about that parade
1: yeah and if you see it just it's just a testament to the outreach of cubs fans and i don't know if you notice too but they travel very well um mm-hmm. too you know you go to arizona florida california i mean there's usually a good amount of cubs fans whether it's because they relocated or what have you but yeah we're all over the place
0: oh yeah um i'm, I'm for well i'm not unfortunately but i my father-in-law is from chicago mm-hmm. and he is a white Sox fan so And he, I I think he absolutely loathes the Cubs.
1: I was going to say, let me guess. He hates the Cubs more than he likes the White Sox.
0: Yeah. And I don't understand that. It's like you're both Chicago teams. So you might as well just like enjoy both of them. That's double the baseball. I would say that's a plus, right?
1: They are, I don't know if you would say toxic, but they, yes, hate the Cubs more than they support their team. Most of the time I have seen, I don't want to speak for all fans, but most of the Sox fans that I know hate the Cubs and want to talk trash about the Cubs more than they will support their own team. It's weird. It is like, you know, like, why are you so obsessed with me kind of thing? You know, Yeah, that
0: that is is weird. Well, it's kind of like Giants and A's fans. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you can actually be both. I know one's from the American League, one's from the, you know, but it's just they they stole the world series from the giants and that just kind of like irritates me in the mm. 89 world series um and i there's a lot of debate over that i used to be a giants fan that mm. i grew up being a giants fan and uh what two years ago i became a dodgers fan and oh, nice so i i'm sticking with my my boys in blue <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> they're awesome. it's like it's like a big brother, little brother syndrome, right? You're from yeah. either the same state, same town, and there's always going to be that. Yeah, that's some kind of rivalry. You know, this fan base is better at that or what have you. But yeah, it's like that little sibling rivalry.
0: Yeah, that's how we feel about the Angels, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're the, the redheaded <laughs> stepchild.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, right. Everyone forgets about them, right? <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. And they yeah. have a really beautiful stadium. You know, you ride the train in, it's absolutely gorgeous. But I don't think anything can, so far that I've been to, can be Chavez Ravine. It's just a beautiful, wonderful ballpark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, okay, that's behind you. Yeah. And it's gorgeous. It really is. When you walk in, it's got this, I don't know, just this wonderful air about it. Um, It reminds me of Candlestick Park when I used to go Mm. as a kid. So So what's your favorite childhood memory of being a a Cubbies fan?
1: Oh, my gosh. I mean, are there any favorite (laughs) childhood memory? The only good memories, good memories I have had have started from 2015 and went to 2018. 2019 yeah i mean those are the good memories Mm -hmm. of being a cubs fan um obviously when i was younger what was it 2003 what that was or 2005 2003 2005 was the bartman thing i think it's 2003 that was just a bad memory i mean alex um what's his name alex gonzalez the shortstop bobbling that you know against the marlins so there there haven't really been too good but you know what the experience of going to Wrigley with your family, with my father. I've had so many good memories uh, at Wrigley field with my dad. We went to a game one time and it rained till about, I think 11 o'clock at night. They didn't start playing till 11 o'clock at night. So me and my dad get there about seven raining and we were sitting over the overhang and we just sat there and we talked and we had a couple of beers and we talked, we didn't see one pitch. And then we left and uh, they started playing at 11. They went to like one o'clock in the morning, but just being at Wrigley, I love that um, little square block area so much. Mm -hmm. Um, And I loved it when it was Wrigleyville and not Wrigley world. Mm -hmm. So if you go there now, it's very corporate bowling alleys, movie theaters, high rise apartment buildings, hotels. It used to be the neighborhood, you know, little dingy bars and, you know the diner on the corner. That's when the feel of it was was a lot different. So those are where my good memories are.
0: That's how I feel about the uh, Giants' ballpark, whatever name they have this week uh, for it. <laughs> um, and it, it's just so corporate. Um, I think I went in one year. I went to I think it was sixteen games at that mm-hmm. park, and it was just all corporate ticket holders like yeah. just people who had just gotten it from work and like oh I've never been to a baseball game let's see what it's like and then getting drunk and going woo and it's yeah. like I don't yeah. I don't need this be a fan you know right uh but yeah so you uh, I I have to say that the one t- I was I was uh stationed in um the navy at uh, Great Lakes Illinois for my uh, schooling and I of course went to boot camp there but I never got to Wrigley Field Mm -hmm. And I'm so bummed about it. That's on my bucket list for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know I'm biased, but if you see like a lot of players, Marcus Stroman just got signed there. He said, that is one of the places I've always wanted to play. Anyone that is, you know, getting signed, it's just different. It's just the historic feel in the neighborhood, right by the lake. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful place, honestly. And I know I'm biased because it's (laughs) my favorite place, but it truly is. And there's other people who aren't from Chicago that will, you know, kind of say that same thing. Yeah.
0: I, you know, it, it is, it is one of the things that I, I, I regret not going to, I did get to go to soldier field, which is an amazing stadium for you the bears. So? Yeah. I, it reminds me of keys the original stadium for the 49ers. And it's just oh, okay. that old nostalgic. I'm very, I like nostalgia. I'm, mm. I'm very old school when it comes to, to my ballparks and stuff. Um, But yeah, I, yeah. So Speaking of, you know, stadiums and ballparks, which ones have you visited and which ones are on your bucket list that you haven't gone to?
1: Um, I've been to obviously Cubs and White Sox. I have been to um, the one here in Philly. I've been to Milwaukee. Milwaukee is a beautiful, maybe not beautiful, very big cool ballpark. It is very open. It's mm-hmm. industrial. It's a lot of cement flooring, but it's huge inside. And they got that retractable dome. I love going to see baseball in uh, Milwaukee or as we call it Wrigley North. Oh, <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, I'll, have
0: to, I'll have to see it.
1: Yeah. I really like that. But, oh, um, Fenway I've been to. Um, but outside of that, not too many, honestly.
0: So mostly East Coast.
1: Yeah. And then, um, yeah, in Chicago and then Milwaukee and that's about it. I mean, when I go to like a big city, like I've driven past, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, San Francisco, but I haven't attended any games. So I really do want to increase the amount of stadiums I go to this season.
0: That is a, that is a good goal. It really is. I highly recommend Chavez Ravine, you know, Dodger Mm -hmm. stadium, because it's just awesome in my opinion, Um, humble opinion. Um, But yeah, I, I, you know, I'm just not happy that the A's are moving from the Coliseum. um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, that's another one that reminds me of Candlestick. But yeah, I've just, I'm a West Coast girl. So I've only been to the West Coast. (laughs) How about uh, Petco? I have been to Petco. Yeah. I heard
1: that was really nice too. It's
0: a very pretty stadium. Uh, yeah. I went there for a veterans appreciation night. It was really oh, nice. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. Also, um, my brother in law lives in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. PNC Park. That's where I'm going to go this summer, and that is looks breathtaking. I mean, I don't like uh, the uh, Pirates, obviously, but the stadium <laughs> looks beautiful with the Allegheny River and the bridge right behind mm-hmm. it and this uh, skyline. Oh um, yeah. Did you see? Did you see? They put lights around the bases. No, Um, I didn't. So if you go to like their social media or something, they put like Christmas lights around the bases and a big lit up P in the outfield. It looked pretty cool. cool. It's like a little Christmas. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's really cool. So, uh, so of course, you know, Wrigley is your favorite ballpark. Do you have one that you didn't like going to?
1: Um, I mean, White Sox park isn't (laughs) great. I mean, and, and it's not just because it's the Sox, because I don't hate the Sox. When the Sox, I was excited when, you know, they have a young upcoming team. I can be happy for them. I have nothing against them. Their fan base, I don't like. It's yeah. in a part of the city that I don't like. Most people don't stick around outside there because it's not in the best area.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's not around like a neighborhood or anything. Um, so I would say that. But like I said, I haven't been to too many Um and not too many that I didn't like. But if I had to t- guess one or say one, I would say, you know, U.S. Cellular Guaranteed Rate or whatever it is this week, like you said. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, ballpark's changing names. It just makes yeah. no sense to me. Yeah. So who is your favorite baseball player?
1: Favorite baseball player of all time would be Derek Jeter. Derek oh. Sanderson Jeter. Uh, the way that he carries himself on the field. And off the field, being a shortstop in the biggest market of sports, being in the spotlight 24-7, I think he handled his business on the field and off the field immaculate. Never got in any kind of trouble. He always had his head on straight. He prioritized baseball. Of course, he dated women and superstars and all that stuff. But, I mean, that's to be expected when you're the shortstop for the Yankees. So good for him. And I just, um, I just love his, uh, his character as a person. And, um, yeah, I just love Derek Jeter. I think he's a a great guy.
0: I was expecting a cub, but I'm, I'm impressed that you expand.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. grow. it's just growing up. It's always been, I mean, he was the face of the base face of baseball for like two decades. You know what I mean? Like every cover of a baseball game or is Derek Jeter. And, um, yeah, I just love that guy. I just think he is a a good man a good person. I obviously I don't know him personally, but growing up as a child I'm like that guy is so cool, you know.
0: No, don't tef- definitely that he is an amaz- amazing baseball player for sure. Um didn't he just recently make Hall of Fame?
1: He did. This season or uh, this yeah. summer he was inducted, yeah, into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. There was only one person who didn't give him the the first uh first uh vote or whatever. So Obviously, someone has it out for him.
0: Of but, course, well, there's yeah. always there's always gotta be haters.
1: Uh, yeah, just, and that's why I don't appreciate when like these younger kids who say disparaging things about him, like his numbers aren't even that good. He wasn't clutch. I'm like, listen, little boy, like I watched it with my own two eyes. He was incredible. Okay. Yeah. They're like he had to do that jump throw because he didn't have a strong arm. I'm like, yeah, I know. Who cares? He's still yeah, exactly. he's making plays. You know.
0: Exactly. I have the same conversation with these kids that um say that will clark wasn't wouldn't be as good now uh if you were playing and i i go well it was different baseball you right. know that the the rules were different the you know the length of every the the seasons were different so it's just like um you can't it's like comparing apples and oranges it's still baseball but it's not the same right. um baseball so uh, there's this controversy right now about inducting Barry Bonds into the hall of fame. And I'm going, no, absolutely not. The man cheated. I'm sorry. He cheated. You don't juice. I'm sorry. You just don't. And I know it's, it's alleged, but I, I watched the progression of his head increase in size. Mm-hmm. And I know people who work for the giants who said yes we had to increase his helmet size so no absolutely mm-hmm. not uh forever he will have an asterisk next to that you know home run <laughs> number.
1: and for me this is where i would i'm going to disagree with you on this one um i 100 percent believe barry bonds roger clements david ortiz sammy sosa those guys i think should be in the hall of fame granted they did cheat Most of them, whatever, if it's in the Mitchell report, that's not proof, whatever. Um, But you can't tell the story of baseball without mentioning Barry Bonds. And there have been, there have been plenty of guys who did take steroids, who didn't hit a ball like Barry Bonds. I think he's the best, purest hitter baseball has ever seen that I have seen, but I understand he cheater, his head's huge, but. I mean, the guy still needed, you still got to perform, even if you are um, taking steroids. Also, what I was thinking is that steroid era really saved baseball. I mean, it we had did. that, we had that lockout in 94 and, you know, the steroid era of baseball bringing home runs back really drew a crowd and the McGuire and Sosa, like that race, 60 home runs, 60, like that was exciting. People who weren't even baseball fans tuned in. And oh, yeah. I think that also really helped grow baseball and keep people involved in baseball. So, um, that is just why I think even if you are a steroid user, you still need to perform. And granted, yeah, that's terrible. You shouldn't be a cheater. But um, I know there are plenty of people who have cheated and were not close to successful at all. So,
0: no, yeah, and I agree with you on that point. It's just, are we rewarding? cheating you know are we saying okay yeah you can go ahead and be in the hall of fame even though you cheated i mean it, wouldn't that be considered a reward
1: i mean is that not what we did for the astros
0: Ooh, yeah i that's mean exactly what, what happened
1: what happened to them I know. hey guys none of you are going to get in trouble we just want to know the truth did you guys cheat okay you cheated okay all right well, yeah, nothing's going to happen to you guys you're going to you're going to keep making money Carlos Correa you'll probably be offered 300 million this offseason so everything will be okay yeah we're I mean, we not rewarding that as well just for just further cooperation and, Amen. and knowing how all that works so yeah um, you can see I I mean I see both sides I just lean yeah. with you know that
0: well, no I know it's a good position I and uh, very valid arguments yeah definitely and you you Brought up the Astros, or as I call them, the asterisks, because yes, no, uh, and I love how when they came to Dodger Stadium, everyone's throwing garbage cans onto the field. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. wonderful. It was yeah. wonderful because yes, they cheated, and the, even the possibility that the that Korea could even come to the to Dodgers, to our team. No way. in H-E double hockey sticks.
1: No. He's being associated with the Cubs now too. I don't know if you saw, they were singing, they were singing um, a, a Christmas song and they put his name in it.
0: Oh, that's uh, disgusting.
1: So gross. And it's not the fact that they just cheated, but how arrogant they were about it. Do you remember when they had that press conference before the 2020 season? And yes. he's like, well, if you don't know what the bleep you're talking about, then keep your mouth shut. Carlos Correa said that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you are so ignorant. Oh, man. I know,
0: know? It, it it baffles me. And then his whole home run. And he's just like, this is my time. I'm like, oh, you are such yeah. an arrogant cuss. No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. It's so easy to hate him. And, you know, Altuve, he kept his mouth quiet. Bregman really didn't say too much. Mm -hmm. At least they kind of cowered like, oh, man, we got caught. They showed shame. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Correa, no, no shame whatsoever. And it's just disgusting how he's just continuing that non-shameful, you know, stance where he's just so arrogant. And I I just can't even associate that with the Dodgers because the Dodgers are such a family team. You know, I've, I've talked to so many people who've worked for the Dodgers, who've been lifelong Dodgers fans. And they're like, yeah, their team, they're, they're very family oriented. And I'm like, well, yeah, you kind of have to be, I mean, look at the whole Trevor Bauer situation. One of the reasons why Max Scherzer didn't resign with us. It's like, mm. you know, one of the main, many reasons, I wouldn't say it's the reason, but it's
1: right. Yeah. Up there. there was, there was about 43 million <laughs> other reasons why, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. I think we were, I think we offered him like 1 million less. Mm -hmm. And then he went to, is he with the Mets now? I don't know. I stopped tracking him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It went to the Mets and interestingly enough. So when they were recruiting him, his family lives in uh, Jupiter, Florida, which is Mm -hmm. where the Mets have their spring training. So I think that was also another selling point too. Hey, your uh, children, your wife, you guys can all be here. So I think that's, an additional thing that drew him to the Mets.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, just probably it, it, Well, it kind of irritates me because he did say that he wanted to end uh, with the West coast team. And so to just kind of like turn around and like leave
1: mm-hmm. and go
0: to the back to the East or go to the East coast. It just was like, uh, that makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So Wrapping it up, what are you most looking forward to this coming season?
1: This coming season, looking forward to uh, Shohei Otani putting on another show, putting on another great season, pitching and hitting. I think people really underestimated and didn't really realize how special of a season he had to pitch as well as he did and to hit as well as he did. If, Mm -hmm. if you know, you don't watch baseball closely or whatever, what we saw was amazing. It's incredible to have a two-way player. That's like someone playing linebacker and quarterback and Mm -hmm. playing it really well, you know, excited for that. I'm excited for um, yeah, uh, teams that are acquired, uh, like a hall, like the Mets, the Mets acquired, you know, Marte Escobar Scherzer. They're going to have a great one, two, um, pitching, uh, staff, um, just any, I don't know, anything exciting for like underdogs, the the brewers, the brewers could make a a push again. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, they got that that elite starting two staff, um, just baseball in general, every day is a blessing when, when baseball is being played you know, there's a new storyline every day.
0: Of course. Yeah. Uh, How how do you, uh, what are your thoughts on Texas with all with their half a billion dollar
1: acquisitions? Yeah, I just don't really think it's going to amount to much, to be honest with you. I mean, it takes more than what they got. Um, And I'm not a fan of 10 year deals. Yeah, I really can't. Besides what is A-Rod's second deal with the Yankees when he won like two MVPs in a World Series. Name, name, another 10, 12, 13, 14 year contract that paid off. I don't know one look at Albert Pujols. that contract that he signed with the angels. Although he was productive with the, the Cardinals, that contract that he got with the angels, he didn't perform yeah. up to, up to that standard. You know, yeah. you see Tatis getting 14 years, John Carlos mm-hmm. Stanton got 13 with the Marlins. They offloaded him to the Yankees. So these teams that sign these long contracts, it's just like, that's such a long investment on, on a player.
0: Yeah. I, and, but thankfully we got pull holes. So I yeah. love, our, I love my Tio and yeah, I really I want a pull holes hug. Uh, yeah. I'm just putting it out there. If that can yeah. happen. I want a pull holes hug.
1: If you hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: well, thank you Pete for coming on and I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. It's been awesome talking to you and uh, let's do this again soon.
1: Yes. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, if you, yeah, I, like I said, I put out baseball stuff. I got my, at Sheffield Shuffler on most of my social media platforms. So love to keep in touch. I love talking baseball with like-minded people, other teams, stuff like that. Cause baseball is really a diehard sport and you don't really see any casual baseball fans like, Oh, I'll watch this. So when people love baseball and they like to talk about it, I'm, I'm all for it. So I really appreciate you having me.
0: Definitely. Anytime. Well, that's it. Top fans. And, uh, We will see you next time at the next clubhouse. You all have an outstanding day and go forth and play ball.